Welcome to It's Only a Story. I'm your host, ST, and tonight we talk about a young woman who is dealing with maybe some sort of mental illness. Maybe she's sleep deprived. But we do know is that this one night, a nightmare takes place. We'll be going over the story of Annika and the Weary. So there's this college girl. Um, her name is Annika. And, you know, she's kind of an overachiever, you know, Dean's List, honor student. She's working on like a midterm, a final. It's a final or midterm. It's a very important presentation. She's working on it, staying up late all night, not getting any sleep. She's been doing this all week. And, you know, she has these neighbors who are constantly making noise. Just to give you a, a sense of, you know, where she is. She's in a house. So she's in one of these, like, connected row houses that a lot of them you see in a lot of uh, suburban areas or, like, you know, cities, um, you know, places like D.C. or Baltimore, you know, Philadelphia. Um, she's working, working late. Noise is coming from next door. She can't take it. It's like the second or third night. She finally has had enough of it. You know, she's tired, everything. Goes next door. It's knocking on the door. You know, boom, 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 boom. Knocking on the door. Um, no one answers. So she just starts hitting the door hard. Boom, 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 boom. Hitting the door real hard. The neighbor, her name is Miss Turner. She answers the door. And she's just like, what do you, you know, what is your problem? Like, why are you making so much noise? You're banging on the door. You know, Annika, you know, she's like, I'm making noise. You know, what is your problem? You're always making noise. And, you know, Annika is like, Hey, you need to keep it down. You've been doing this for the last three nights. I'm trying to study. I'm also trying to get some sleep, but I can't sleep if you and your kids are always making noise. You were making noise last night, and it was it's a serious issue now. Miss Turner is, you know, telling her, you know, well, not telling her. First of all, she's giving her this look like, man, like, who are you? First of all. Second, she tells her that she and her two kids have been out of town for the last few days and they just got back tonight and she's trying to get her kids in the bed. So this is like the first thing that's, you know, kind of throws Annika off. Like, what do you mean you've been gone? Like, who else is here? Like, somebody's making noise in this house. And Ms. Turner's like, I don't know what you're hearing. You know, the only person that was here is my grandmother. Now, Ms. Turner's grandmother, she's like a very old woman, you no know, sick, you know, in a wheelchair she's only in her wheelchair she's in bed and even if she is awake she's not doing a lot of movement around the house she like lives in like the back room of the house and annika she's like well if it's not you it's not your kids it has to be your grandmother because all the noise is coming from this house miss turner's telling her what i just said she's an old woman what are you talking about what the hell are you talking about and you know, she's like, I seriously doubt it. You must be losing your mind. You know, get off my porch. 
And Annika's like, well, you know what? I am leaving. I'm going back home. Fine, whatever. But keep it down. She just always has to get the last word. This is the type of person Annika is. She has to get the last word. So Annika goes back in the house, you know, tries to go to sleep, you know, lays down, boom, goes to sleep. Um, A couple hours go by. It's about one o'clock in the morning. And a scratching sound in the house wakes up Annika. So they're scratching in the walls like a like something like that. It's like crumbling paper in the walls. You know, it wakes up Annika out of sleep. It's so loud. She gets up, you know, it's pitch black in the room. She really can't see out, you know, the window. You know, she got her curtains, you know, caused the windows to be very opaque. Um, She's looking around trying to find where's that coming from. You know, Annika doesn't have a history of you no know, vermin or mice in her house. You know, she doesn't have any pets. So the noise is very surprising. It's very unnerving. She goes to turn on the lights in her bedroom. Turns on the lights. Turns the switch. Looks around. Nothing is in the room. Scratching stops. Crazy. You know. She's still trying to figure out, checking under the bed, checking her bedroom closet, see if there's anything in there. Maybe something got in through like a hole in the wall or something came through the window. Her window was closed. Nothing's in there. I don't know. Maybe she, like, again, she's attributing it to just being tired. So she walks down, you know, the hallway, you know, you know just to kind of refresh her face. You know, she's a little tired. She's a little... Uh, like how how do I put it? You know, she's not she's very out of it. You know, goes to the bathroom, you know, just to wash her face, clean her face up, trying to wake herself up. When she looks up, she looks in the mirror, and she doesn't see herself. And what I mean by she doesn't see herself, it's her reflection is not what it's supposed to be. She sees a reflection of a much older woman in the mirror. She sees a woman with wrinkles, decaying skin, you know, like liver spots, you know, grayish, stringy hair, you know, and it's falling out, it's balding, you know. She opens her mouth in the mirror, like, you know, because she's so frightened by what she sees in the mirror, you know, no missing teeth, all of that, you know, even when she puts her hands up to touch her face, what she sees in the mirror is just, it's, it's just a, it's like a dying woman. She starts screaming. She's panicking, you know, like, oh my God, like, what is, it? you know, puts, turns the sink back on, splashes the water back in her face just to try to, you know, wake herself up. Maybe like, you know, you know, like this, this gotta be a dream. This is, this has to be, I must be still dreaming. Looks back in the mirror. Nothing's wrong. Everything's back to normal. You know, she's you know still attributing it to, just being just so tired. <laughs> uh, I must be saying things, you know, even when I'm awake. She walks slowly down the hallway, you know, she's just thinking, like, I, I just need some sleep. I got to get some sleep before this presentation tomorrow. You know, there's no way I'm going to do well if, you know, I can't even sleep for at least it's one o'clock. She needs to be asleep for at least six hours. At least I need at least six hours of sleep. Most people need 
seven to eight. She's like, I need at least five or six. She lays back on her back. She's just thinking, same, same thoughts. They're just racing. Tires herself out eventually. She falls asleep. You know, a few hours pass. It's now 3.30 in the morning. Boom. She hears a bang. And it's as loud as it can be. Just a loud banging sound. Wakes her up out of her sleep. And the banging just, just keeps hitting. It's like boom, 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 boom. You know, Annika's like, no, that, that is it. Like, it, 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 it can't be 3.30 anymore, and these kids are just making noise, and their mother's not doing anything. She's ready to, like, look for her shoes. And all of a sudden, the banging stops. No. The banging stops. But then all of a sudden, the banging starts again, and it's just, like, loud. And it doesn't even sound like, you know, it's coming from anywhere, like, you know, it sounds like it's coming in, it's in the room. Like it's that close to her, like her head, to her bed. Annika is like panicking now. She's like, you know, trying to find a light in the room. She's like, she can't get to the switch. Well, she gets to the bedroom switch and she's like flicking it on and on, on and off, on and off, on and off. Nothing's working, it's not coming on. She goes into her nightstand next to her bed. She has two. So it's like one on, you know, near the doors, one closest to the window. She goes into the nightstand try to find, you know, her lighter, you know. <laughs> and because a smoker, you know, um, <laughs> gotta relax sometime. Um, she goes into the nightstand, tries to get her lighter, can't find a lighter of all times. She's like panicking. She's ripping out the drawer. She's like trying to find something. The banging is still getting loud. Boom, 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 boom. Banging is still getting louder. She jumps on the other side of the bed and to get her phone. She's charging on the nightstand on the other side. So she gets the phone, turns on the flashlight, flashes across the room, banging ceases again. She's like, has the flashlight on her phone, just scanning the room to see if there's anything in there. Now, yeah. nothing is in there at all. And she's like, you know, she puts her ear up against the wall because the houses are really close. Like I said before, they're row houses. So they they are really close. You know, you can hear people talking in these houses, believe me. She hears nothing. You know. And then she says, maybe it's coming from outside. You know, maybe somebody, you know, it's a car horn blaring or somebody's just outside making noise at 3.30 in the morning. It is a city. You know, and she looks outside. There's nothing outside. And when I say there's nothing outside, she said that there was nothing outside. She said that there weren't any cars. There weren't any streetlights. There weren't any roads. There weren't even any houses. There was nothing. It it was almost as if the house that she was in had launched herself into the darkest pits of space. The you know the farthest regions of space. And she didn't know what to do at that point. She began to panic. Um 
And as she, you know, closed the curtain, she's just trying to like hit herself in the face, like, you know, I need to wake up, wake up, wake up. And as she is doing that, she hears what sounds like a voice in the hallway. And in the hallway, it sounds like an old woman. It sounds like an old woman who sounds like she was crying. Sounds like she's hurt. And she is saying something like, like the sadness, it it keeps me up. I it won't leave me alone. And it's just something so weird that Annika would be hearing, like, and it's such a random thing to hear. Like, it's not even like anything like out of a random horror movie where it's like, you know, crazy noises or, you know, somebody trying to like spook you. It's 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 something very specific. And she hears it over and over again. So she keeps hearing the woman. The woman is like talking about the sadness that keeps following me. This I, I I'm tired. I'm tired. Like it, it sounds like just a sad woman. And Annika is like begins to just like panic because the voice is moving down the hallway towards her. And she just starts banging on the window. She's banging on the window, hoping that somebody from the street can hear her. Now, I just told you, Annika said she couldn't see or hear anybody on the street. There was no houses, no cars, no nothing. She's banging on the window, just hoping that, like, something will happen. Somebody will notice her banging on the window. But nothing. So, you know... As she's doing that, the woman stops. And all of a sudden she hears wailing, like crying, like sobbing, like a like I, I don't even know how to explain it. You it's it's the sobbing that you hear if a mother lost her only child. Like or like, you know, not from any kind of sickness, but from like from like some t- sort of violence or a natural disaster or it's just some strange occurrence you know your only child is gone it sounded like that a mother or even a father like lost their only child to something like horrific and the person's just like crying and it's in her house and annika lives alone in this house so you know it was a house left to her by her um her her aunt and you know she's living there alone though you know she's like a grad student so she lives there alone and you know, the wailing just starts getting louder and louder. It's it's, it's horrific. It's, you know, she said, so she said it was a horrific sound that she kept hearing. She turns around and says she sees a woman that looked exactly like the woman that was in her reflection from when she washed her face in the bathroom earlier in the night. Now, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. But it's very off-putting for someone to be seeing and hearing all these things in just one setting. I don't know if Annika has had these occurrences nights before. I don't know if they were in, like, smaller doses. They weren't as, you know, didn't happen all at once like it did on this night. I'm not sure. But, so, 
moving forward, you know, Annika just starts yelling. She's she's yelling out, help, help. Like, she's yelling at the window, like, help. Nobody's coming to help her. You know, the women start repeating these phrases again about the sadness is coming. It's coming. I, I can't. I can't. They keep saying, I can't. I can't. I'm, I want to die. I want to die. Like, it's just, just crazy stuff. But it's one woman saying it. So one woman is saying these things. Another woman is saying they suffer. They they suffer. You suffer. Like it's it's crazy. So they so it's overlapping voices now, and they're all starting to overlap. It's starting to overwhelm. You know, it's crazy. And Annika, you know said she began feeling the room just getting hot. Now, I don't know if that's her, you know, from her own anxiety or, you know, that's just like she felt it in her mind. But the way she described the room temperature rising was from the point of somebody, if you were going into a room full of hot, you know, molten lava, or if you were caught up in, you know, venting duct, um, where the temperature just got raised all the way to like 90 or 100. She said it was sweltering in the room. You know, she hadn't touched the thermostat in her house. You know, it wasn't summertime. It was like, you know, fall or like late winter. And, well, not late winter, early winter. It was probably like around like December or something like that. And, you know, she said it just became like just unbearable in her room. She was sweating. She could you know, feel it. She felt as if she was melting in the room as the voices just continued to get louder. And she, you know, she gets her phone. She's trying to flash it again around the room. And she says she just saw multiple women coming in the room, repeating these same phrases over again. One woman, her face looked like it was falling off her, you know, melting off her face. She collapsed in the room. Another woman look like she just looked like a walking corpse in her room repeating these same phrases one woman had tears running down her face it it, it became large because they were coming from the hallway just walking into her bedroom and just overcrowding the whole area and annika said by the time they you know began just getting closer to her you know the flashlight on her phone went out because her phone was dying she you know collapsed and she said that's the last thing she remembers before it just became dark. And so, you know, the next day, um, you know, Annika doesn't leave the house. You know, neighbors were wondering, you no, know, where is Annika? She you know she normally comes out the house at this time. You no, know, people know her in the neighborhood, they know that she, you know goes to you know class in the morning if she's not going to you know her part-time job she goes to um you know her literature class early you know around like at least eight o'clock she's leaving out to get to her nine o'clock class and nobody saw her that morning they said but neighbors like miss turner said that they heard banging no they heard they heard banging from her house all night long like and they you know they thought that was kind of you know ironic that she's coming over to Miss Turner's house complaining about the noise, but here she is all night making noise, and you know they hadn't seen her, and you know, and there was no way to know what caused you no know, the sudden 
you know, spike in anxiety that was going on for Annika? Was it just her lack of sleep? Was it something else going on in the house? Was it, you know, what was it an evil spirit? Was it something that was, you know, manifesting itself, you know, in Annika as she couldn't, you know, get her mind right, as she couldn't rest her brain, you know? Um, from what I've heard people from people, excuse me, from what I've heard from people speaking to Annika is that they've said she's, you know, she's not in the same mind state she was. It feels like she's a little off now. You know, she really sticks to this story that there were these women in her house that were coming for her. And she doesn't know what happened when she blacked out that she feels like the woman did something to her when she blacked out, when she was unconscious, because the next day, you know, her not coming out of her house, you know, the neighbors had to, you know, kind of check up on her and, you know, call um, her mother up. Her mother actually has a key to the house. They had to call, you know, find some like emergency contact information to get her mother to come to the house. And they come in the house, go upstairs and they see that Annika is like laid out on the floor, and not just laid out on the floor, but she's laid out on the floor with like like burn marks on her. Like it, it was it was something very strange. And they found her lighter next to her. The lighter that she reportedly said that she couldn't find in her nightstand, but when her mother came in there and found her, the lighter was next to her. She had burn marks on her arm, you know, on her um over here, like near the, like the lower part of her neck, like it was, it was something very, something, something wrong was happening that night, and you know, Annika now is really getting out. She's getting some treatment, you know. Um, she actually has to take appointments at a mental health facility at least once a week. You know, it was very traumatizing for her. So, you know, that is the story of. Annika and the weary women. Um, next week, um, it'll, I'll have another story um, about there was a couple who went on a trip, and you know their experience was very horrific. Um, and it's not coming from you no know, reporting from them, like you know Annika, you know giving her report of what happened to her in the house or from her neighbors. You know this this is another. Uh, an unfortunate tale of, you know, a police report and detective work of what may have happened at that, you know, at the scene. Um, So until next time, I am your host, S&T. This is It's Only a Story, and we're out. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, if you enjoyed what you heard today, please make sure to subscribe for new updates and episodes. Uh, all episodes will be posted to soulnottolddc.com. You can also follow Soul Not Told and things like It's Only a Story at all social media handles, Soul Not Told DC. Again, all social media handles, Soul Not Told DC. And remember, it's only a story.